0: I think the thing that I said on the phone, we were talking, as I said, if this doesn't work, we did everything we could.
1: Absolutely. And I
0: think if we hadn't tried this again, I would have always wondered. hello goodbye it's been a it's been a while since you've ambushed the intro yeah
1: i decided it was time especially because right before we started you were like let's make it so we don't have to edit so now you're like you're like my prisoner
0: (laughs) i am not editing this episode i'm proud of you so whatever happens
1: happens okay
0: um hi guys welcome back i'm liana i'm jared and we are so excited to be back with another another episode um last week's episode with case Kenny was awesome and we're so glad that you guys loved it and um yeah like i'm just
1: yeah I'm- thanks case great dude uh had a great time um thanks to everyone who hit us up afterwards you know <laughs> so it was cool
0: yeah totally um okay so today we're gonna talk about something a little different Mm -hmm. um actually it kind of goes well with with last week last week was like why are you dating um and this week is going to be like why would you get back with your ex (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna talk a little bit more openly about what i've been going through Mm -hmm. and um And yeah, we'll just, we'll kind of go from there. I can't wait. I'm really, this is going to be a tough episode for me. This
1: is a topic near and dear to my heart too, because I have done the get back with the next move a lot.
0: Oh, you have? I didn't know that.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That was like my move.
0: Yeah, we have really not really talked much before this episode about any of this stuff, so I'm kind of excited. Yeah, we're going
1: to be learning about each other.
0: (laughs) No, I meant, though, I'm going to struggle because it's 8 p.m. on a Monday night, and I just taught eight piano lessons. That's true. Yeah, and you had a long day of work. I
1: did have a long day of work, yeah.
0: But it's good. We're we're excited to be here. Um, Okay, so let's do, like... Housekeeping stuff first, just get out of the way. Okay, guys, you know who our sponsors are. We've got Tushy. Stop wiping your butt, start washing with Tushy. You can get your bidet, you can get your spa bidet, whatever you want. Go to the website, hellotushy.com slash hello and goodbye and get 10% off your order.
1: Yes, do it.
0: You won't regret having a tushy. Um, and then VFresh, uh, v which is a company that empowers women to take back their vaginal health. You get products such as VCleanse, which is a boric acid suppository, helps with BV and yeast infections. You can get VTRACT, which is an oral supplement to help with UTIs. And then they have a WASH, VGENTLE, um, which also helps balance, balance the pH go to www.vfresh.com and use the new code hello 2021. I really don't think it has to be all capital, but if it isn't working, just make it all capital. Sure. But I think really you could just do all lower. I think it's just as long as it's just like, hello 2021. I agree with that. But try it. Give it a try. Sure. (laughs) Um, And I did a little updating on our website this week. So, Go check out the website, Um, We took down the merch. We're just, we're going on a merch break right now. Mm, mm-hmm. I do have two more hats left. If you want a hat.
1: Yeah. I, it, somebody come get these hats to make our merch cleanse.
0: I cannot even get rid of them free. They are free, you guys. The fucking hats are free and you still don't want them.
1: Well, and our listener and friend Kate hit me up and was like, I actually like the hat. It's not too bad.
0: Well, she did say the, uh, the
1: front reflectors are a little, a little dorky. dorky. Yeah.
0: Listen, Janae loves her hat. My, my yoga client loves her hat.
1: Kate, Kate likes her hat. Kate likes her okay. hat.
0: Oh, my friend Kaylee likes her hat.
1: Yeah, let's go. Yeah.
0: So you get a hat for free. You just have to pay for shipping. Like five dollars for mm-hmm. a hat. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and we do have some mugs left, so if you guys want a mug, just hit me up. And I think that's it. So there you go.
1: Yeah, cool. What's happening in your life, or uh, how do we? How do we want to do this? Since your update, yeah, well, I let's assume, do like in. let's just
0: do like the the more superficial updates first. Okay, and then we'll like dive into the the nitty gritty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think the. The biggest thing that happened this week is that I scooped my own poop. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. I, why are we such a poop-centered podcast? But Why not? It's why true. are we not? Okay, why don't you explain why we scooped our poop? We did not scoop our poops together. That's true. Uh, I do want to know how yours went.
1: <laughs> are we actually going <laughs> to Because I almost this
0: vomited. Yes.
1: Oh, mine was, mine was super easy. It like went great.
0: Okay. Well, tell them why we're scooping our food.
1: So there's a company, I'm not going to mention them. No, until they sponsor us. Yeah, until they sponsor us. There's a number of companies that do these sort of um, tests where they will like tell you about your gut microbiome and like make tailored sort of suggestions of foods that are good for you and bad for you and whatever. And so I had really bad food poisoning like two years ago around the same time as a traumatic relationship thing, like mm. exactly at the same mm. time. And my, like, ju- I just feel like my di- digestion hasn't been the same since or whatever. So I was going to, I, I and my doctor recommended this company. So I ordered it. And because there was a delay in shipping, I got to either get some free supplements or order another test for someone. And so I ordered the test for you, Leanna.
0: It was part of my
1: Christmas gift to you. Um
0: and so how does it work?
1: So it works like you they send you a whole kit and basically you tape this <laughs> like plastic sheet to your toilet rim. And so and then it kind of like sags down to like catch a poop that you would make.
0: Oh, I did mine wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you tape it to the seat? It clearly says, like, don't tape it to the seat. Tape it to the rim. (laughs) Of course. That's amazing. Did you poop all over yourself? How did you not, like, were you hovering? Oh, sorry. i got to turn my phone off. Okay, so. (laughs) Oh, this is wonderful. I need to know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, I taped it to the seat. <laughs> and I just, I squatted and hovered like you would at like a porter bunny.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I just pooped like half of it.
1: That's what I did too. And I
0: turned around and scooped it. And then, I, and then I put it all down and then I finished.
1: Yeah, and so you can flush the sheet, they say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, that you apparently take
0: it to I don't. I don't read
1: Somebody doesn't read directions well. very well.
0: So anyway, well, but
1: but I was lucky because you told me what you had done, so I can't <laughs> believe we're talking about this.
0: What was the consistency? Of-
1: they ask you that question later. because I I then so for like listeners, you have to go online and register your kid and answer these questions about like, do you drink? Do you smoke? Like, what do you eat? You know, like what are your digestive issues? Like blah blah. blah. And one of them was like, "What is the consist? Like, what color was the poop?" Yeah. And so, like what whatever. color was yours? I think I put clay. Is that? that oh, the, the consistency. One? Maybe. Yeah, mine remember. was like
0: clay too. Yeah. Hey, look at us.
1: <laughs> poop twins.
0: And when we were done, we cleaned with Tushy. With Tushy, well, I did. Yes. I cleaned with Tushy.
1: Yes, me too.
0: Yeah. Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: well, you guys are welcome. You're welcome. Uh, for. Listening to us talk about our poop.
1: Yeah, and you just scoop a little tiny bit. You put it in this plastic tube. You shake it up. There's like liquid in there. And yeah,
0: it's like it's like know. you scoop like a quarter of a teaspoon. Yeah. Like a pea, Like the, like size, the size of, of size a, of a pea, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you shake it, and then you pause, and then you shake, shake it, again it again, and then you pause,
1: and then you put it in the
0: mail. <sighs> Speaking of poop. Yeah. Um, I have noticed since I've completely stopped dairy. That if I accidentally eat something that has dairy, I feel the effects of it almost like within hours. Really? Yeah. Like I just mm. feel like very bloated and kinda gassy mm-hmm, and like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I just want you guys to know that.
1: Yeah, let's just let's just make the whole show about <laughs> our <laughs> bowel digestive
0: systems. Yeah. Anyway, so it makes me feel good though that I'm making the right step. Because mm-hmm. I just thought that just, I just was kind of just living with it. Just mm-hmm. thinking like it was just normal. Yeah. I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk. Okay. Well, I do want to talk about, <clears throat> we are going to briefly discuss what happened at the Capitol oh, this boy. week. Yeah. So if you don't want to hear the politics of it, you know,
1: fast um, forward. I'll, I'll let you know. Something. Well, I'll
0: let you know when we get there. But,
1: yeah.
0: you know, we, we believe in truth and uh, love and justice and democracy. So we're going to speak on that. If you don't agree with that, that's okay. Just like fast forward Mm -hmm. when we get to that point. So we will get to that. But I wanted to say something funny. So I wanted to tell a story that had happened. So like two, like a week and a half ago, I was sitting at home watching something with my mom. And it was like 9.30 at night. And I got a random Facebook message from this guy who I knew from a bar downtown. Mm -hmm. He like worked at a bar. Oh, yeah. And it was like, hey, you want to meet for a drink?
1: I was like, hey, what's up?
0: Yeah. And I was like, so first of all, I was like, okay, this is COVID. (laughs) Like, you don't just randomly meet for drinks anymore. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe some people do. And two, like, he's just not, he's not my type like i'm not interested i was going through a breakup like it there was just nothing about this that was appealing but it was so random because he doesn't have my number we're facebook friends we've never really had like any conversations and my best friend michelle he and like he also kind of knew her too yeah so I screenshotted it immediately and messaged it to her. And she was like, shut up. He just texted me.
1: Wow.
0: So he texted. Oh,
1: I have a theory on this.
0: Okay. So he texted her almost the same thing. Like, Hey, what up? Or hi or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And so
1: something really captivating and, and brilliant.
0: <laughs> Very exciting. Like, like what up? Yeah. I'm actually going to pull up the messages here. Cause I, it's. It's, uh, you're going to like how I responded.
1: Oh, I'm excited.
0: Okay. So he said, would you like to have a drink tonight? And I was like, Hey, thanks for the in- invite, but I'm in for the night. He goes, maybe dinner soon then I'll cook like, Oh, okay. So like wow. dinner at a hookup, like what that's is- so, that's
1: really forward. This
0: is at 9, 16 PM on a Friday. And then I said, this is super random. Why the reach out? Didn't you reach out to Michelle too?
1: Oh, boy. Did he respond?
0: Yes. He goes, not random. Just would like to know you more, but whatever you say. Totally gaslighted me.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Right? Mm -hmm. Made me think like I was the crazy one. Mm -hmm. And I said, I appreciate that. I just went through a breakup, so I'm just going to lay low for a while. And then he goes, same homie. No expectations. Just hit me up for a meal or movie. Winky face. Oh, boy. And I and then he goes just got out of a two year banger just want a homie, so he just got out of a breakup. Oh, that's what's two, going on. Okay, yeah. okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> so then, in the meantime, I'm messaging my best friend Michelle, mm-hmm. and she screenshotted me what he sent her. So let me pull that up now. Okay, hold on. Um, he goes, mate, at 1:30 a.m. He goes. Um, maybe a real date soon. Super single, and would love a reason to put a colored shirt on. Oh, okay. So he, she, screenshotted that. I guess at least
1: he's at least he's tailoring the message to what. he thinks,
0: <laughs> so what he
1: thinks you would need to Yeah, he's to. like
0: Michelle. Michelle would want a like, well dressed. Yeah, I'll dress up a little bit. Liana just needs someone to cook for her.
1: I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> he's not wrong. I think about either of those. <laughs>
0: So anyway, he after he said just got out of a two year banger, just want a homie. I, I responded, "This is me back going back to my preachy stuff." Oh, I was like,
1: "Boy, I said
0: Did you lecture this poor guy." <laughs> yeah i said sounds like maybe you need to spend some time alone process grieve and then use what you <laughs> learn from the relationship and break up to become a better person
1: you should have sent him a link to the episode with your sister about i should be like here's here's some research. you're in
0: denial yeah and I, I was like at least that's what i'm trying to do and then he goes that's
1: kind that that yeah, actually wasn't lecturing yeah, I
0: agree. no 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 because how i mean Okay, I'll Because re- the
1: way you said, like, I'm doing this. Yeah, I'll yeah. reread
0: it how I meant it. Sounds like maybe you need to spend some time alone, process, grieve, and then use what you learn from the relationship and breakup to become a better person. At least that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And then he said, or we can eat chicken and watch Inception.
1: Ooh, Inception's a good movie. I would and never watch it again. Chicken is delicious.
0: He goes, but whatever you say, birthday buddy, because we share the same Aww,
1: birthday. Okay.
0: No, There no, no. There's nothing sweet no. about this. Okay. Well, I mean,
1: this is like, okay. Yes, I agree with you. And it's it seems like he's lonely. He's just desperately like <clears throat> reaching out in all directions to try to fill the void. And like he he did he, he did gaslight a little bit, which isn't cool, but he wasn't like unkind or harassing no, or like no, whatever, right? No. No.
0: just annoying. Yeah. And um
1: And it's also like it that's not what you need when you're trying to go through your thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's more so just funny. Like, I felt bad for him. Yeah. That he, because Michelle said that she had also texted her other friend who he knew and he had texted her too. Really? So he's just, he was just desperate. He's
1: like, everyone in the Rolodex. He probably
0: texted seven girls and was like, whoever responds first.
1: That's who I'm most into. (laughs) I'll
0: ghost the other ones and be like, I never texted you. So anyway, but I did what we said in that one episode about the inappropriate, or our episode we had about uh, inappropriate situations, I just never responded to his last message. There you go. And then I never heard from him again. Perfect. He probably was very drunk.
1: That's what I was thinking too, that's that's also very true.
0: And um, I mean, he seems like a sweet guy, but obviously, you know, He's going through some stuff. I mean,
1: there's those people who go like get out of one long relationship and then like a week later, they're like in another one and maybe this is how they do. It. I- I've always yeah. wondered. I'm like, how exactly we're, do they do well, that? Well, we're
0: going to talk about that today.
1: Because oh, mm, okay. who knows?
0: Maybe I'm in another relationship.
1: Uh, who knows? Who, who knows? Say? You'll
0: have to wait, listen and see. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I was going to tell you guys. Um, remember how when we were talking about how I work really hard to like find guests for the show.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And so hard that I was reaching out to guys from the bachelorette. Yeah. So I did send another message to that guy that I reached out to originally. Okay. And said, Hey, I'm just reaching out again. Um, I would love to have you on the show, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Did you
1: lead with the topic that we thought he would want to talk about? Yes. Okay, good job.
0: And it shows he saw it.
1: Okay. But he never responded. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do?
0: So it was Zach. The guy that won! I was going to say, he to have won the If he hadn't have won, we may have gotten him on.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: Yeah. It's mm. a bummer. Yeah. Maybe, you'll, maybe I'll just... I'll, I'll, I'll go through the list mm-hmm. and see who's the least popular. No. And see if I can get them on.
1: But like Ed, we don't want him.
0: Oh. oh, that would be funny! That would be funny. That would be so funny having Ed. Do,
1: do you think, I uh, know, I'm not going to ask you bachelor, bachelor questions. Why? Do you think Brendan would be a good Bachelor?
0: <sighs> um, Brendan, the best thing about Brendan is that he's so fucking hot. He
1: is, he is a beautiful man. He and is I think He's beautiful, got like a nice beautiful heart. Man. He's a good, His he's a good heart
0: guy. is so sweet. I think he's too mellow. Yeah. I don't think he would be exciting it's enough. It's not,
1: like, showy enough. But didn't we all think that about Colton, too?
0: Yeah. But I, did, I didn't I did really like Colton's season. Did you? I oh. thought it was kind of vanilla. He did jump over that fence. Ugh, Lord. <laughs> and then stop... Anyway. Look, by the hey. way, we are watching The, the Bachelor. Matt James season, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, first night seems okay.
1: Yeah, standard first night. I'm
0: going to call... I'm gonna call that he is not ready for a relationship.
1: Yeah, you've been you've been on this corner from the beginning, and I yeah. I think you might be right.
0: And he might get engaged, but I will I would bet someone twenty dollars because that's all I have um, <laughs> that he that relationship won't last within a year. We shall see. Yeah,
1: listeners, mark it down, <laughs> set a reminder for a year from now. And no, a up. year
0: after the season ends.
1: Sure, a year yeah. and eight weeks from now. Yeah.
0: yeah. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Oh, oh. And I DM'd Trevor Noah. <laughs> you guys the other night i was just like who can we get on the show you
1: wait that's the, that's the equivalent of that dude hitting up you and michelle and everyone you're like you're like
0: <laughs> well huh? what's
1: the worst that could happen he says no you know you're like
0: why not You I mean mi- you
1: miss a 100 percent of the shots you don't take that's
0: how i got case Kinney on
1: there that yeah
0: i i just I mean, if he was a sponsor i looked his page i'm like oh he seems cool just dm him and he like dm'd right back Booyah. you know so yeah You never know.
1: That's great.
0: Okay. Do you have anything fun or random?
1: No. I mean, I could just talk about what's happening with me. I don't have mine split into two parts, but.
0: Oh, wow. We should have really talked about this. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) What do you, what's going on?
1: Um, still seeing somebody that seems to be going well. The same person. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's. Interestingly, since you were talking about, like, that, the guy... We were laughing about the guy offered to, like, make you food and stuff like that. Yeah. I was making fun of her the other day because I like to cook. And so when she comes out, you know, I'm always like, can I bribe you with food to, like, come over here so I don't have to drive to you? I mean, we only live, like, maybe 35 minutes apart, but... Um, and it's really true. I, like, said this earlier day. I was like, you... Never like look at me so lovingly as when you're eating delicious food that I've cooked for you. Aww. Like she she's just like she's like, this is so good. Oh, like, that's sweet. Oh, it's nice. Um but it's going well. We're like, you know, I don't know, in that stage of like really liking each other, but also like figuring things out. So
0: are you exclusive,
1: yeah? <sighs> um We did I just sort of volunteered that the other night. So Mm -hmm. it was I guess Saturday night I was like, Hey, I don't I'm not asking for this from you, but like I'm not interested in seeing anyone else and I'm not talking to anyone else. And she's like, I'm not interested in seeing anyone else and I'm not talking
0: to anyone else either. Wow. So are you guys like boyfriend, girlfriend?
1: Uh, I have not given her my my high school jacket yet. If that's what you mean, oh, okay. no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I didn't. What, what is? I don't know. Well, I mean, the last time can, can I tell you the last time I think I asked someone to be my girlfriend was uh, maybe I I don't know. Is that?
0: I think it's really sweet.
1: You think it's a sweet? Yeah, thing?
0: like like when Zach when Zach and I had a conversation. Well, first of all, I had a conversation with him. I called him and I was saying. Hey, listen, like, I just want to know. This
1: is like when you guys were at the stage that I'm at. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: And I was like, I just want to know, like, when that conversation happens or we need to have a conversation about like what we are, what this is like, is that something that you're going to initiate? Is it something you want to initiate together? Like, how is that going to look? And he was like, well, I mean, I can initiate that if you want. And they said, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, I'd really like that. Um, and then he, there was that night where he, we were hanging up the phone and he accidentally said, like, okay, I love you. Oh, yeah. And then the next day, I came to his apartment and surprised him in the morning with breakfast and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we were sitting down and he was like, um, he was like, hey, did you notice that I said, I love you last night? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I just didn't, I didn't want to like, you didn't text me after that. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to like, embarrass you or whatever. He's like, no, it's fine. He's like, I love you. And then he was like, and of course, like, I want you to be my girlfriend. He's like, but when you're ready. So you let me know.
1: Mm, that's beautiful. And
0: it was really sweet.
1: That's like when Chris Harrison says like, this is the final rose tonight. And then he says, when you're ready. <laughs>
0: listeners who don't watch the bachelor
1: what are you doing if you're listening to the show and you don't watch the yeah. bachelor but anyway um
0: i wonder if we've converted any of our listeners into watching i wonder show. by
1: the way this is what i say to everyone about that show it's not fun to watch by yourself no
0: you got to watch with people
1: you have to watch you with gotta
0: friends. make fun of people
1: yes and like be and like talk about them over top of the dialogue really so that good leanna food. gets mad <sighs>
0: When it's like a really good dialogue, I want to hear it. We have the closed captioning on. I don't like, I want to, I like, I like hearing the affectations.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, Wait, I have a question for you because this came up with the, so if, and well, you and I talked about maybe doing a show more directly about sex later, but so this came up in my life. So. Did you. Go ahead. learn
0: how to have sex recently
1: <laughs> <laughs> i had sex for the first time this this past week um you, you
0: lost your virginity
1: yes it's true <laughs> if you okay so which would be more comfortable or, or or like so if you had to if you wanted to give feedback to a guy sure. right
0: like feedback about sex
1: yeah Okay. About, like, how you like to be touched or whatever, yeah. right? Like
0: Or, like, feedback about, like, something you're doing that you don't like. Either one. Okay.
1: Or uh, how about, about something that you like that they're not doing? Okay. Right? Would it be... Well, if it was you, if you were receiving that feedback, would you rather someone, like, sort of stop in the middle of what's going on and be like, let me, like, break this down for you and, like, tell you all this stuff and, like, show you and, like, blah, blah, blah? Or, like, if you were talking about it later... And then the person was like, yeah, like, you know, there's some things that I like or whatever. And, like, I could, like, send you something about that to, like, look at. And then, like, let's talk about it and whatever else.
0: So, it's interesting. When April Davis was on the show, um, I don't remember which episode. But the episode's called Let's Talk Sex. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that a little bit. About if you're wanting something from the bedroom that you're not getting. Mm-hmm. Um That you can say it kind of when you're in it and just it more so like, hey, I really like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, oh, yeah. um, Yeah, that feels really nice. Try it this way. Like you can kind of coach them a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing she said was or meet for lunch somewhere. And have this really steamy conversation over lunch
1: mm-hmm.
0: where both of you, where you're not near the bedroom. Yes. Like, so you're sitting there, you're talking and you're being like, hey, um, so when you're going down on me, I really like your tongue to be like this and like yep. this way or whatever. It's going to turn you both on. And then the partner's going to want to like try that, you know? Yeah. Um. And so does that kind of answer your question? Yes. Okay. So I guess now from a personal standpoint. hmm. I really don't care. Yeah. I like it either way. Like, I I think in the moment can be really, like, educational because it's very tangible, right? But I think talking about it, like, can be really, like, kind of that, like, you can't touch each other, but you're talking about something sexy and then it builds.
1: Yes. I love having the conversations about sex when you're not having sex, right? Yes. Because it's fun. You learn more about each other. You can talk about fantasies whatever and it does like turn both people on and it's like the next best thing to actually Mm -hmm. having it and i think it's good to like do that in addition because otherwise you know like it's easy to just fall into like doing the same things that you've learned to do um yeah no so that's so that's interesting that you're kind of like well it doesn't really matter to me i'd be open to either of them because what you know like through sort of this experience with the person i'm seeing, like. I think I would rather like talk about it when like, I would rather if someone was giving me the feedback, have them give it to me, not in the bedroom. And then I could like ask a lot of questions and like mm-hmm. me being me, I would probably like go like look up whatever they were mm-hmm. talking about and then like be like, Ooh, I read this thing and some people like it this way and some people like it this way. Which one do you like? blah, blah, blah. And you know, I think her preference, my partner was like, um, you know, like the other way of like, oh, like it actually would just be, I would feel like I would be more into it and would feel like less like awkward or on the spot or whatever if it was like at the time.
0: So what is it for you? I think that's interesting though. What is it for you that you would prefer it not to be in the moment? Does it
1: like... Like, so like I'll take a minor course correction in the moment at any time, right? Like Mm -hmm. I think it's like, you know, like Hey, like that, or actually, oh, could you, you know, slower or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you really have to like unpack something and like, there's a lot of explaining to be done. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it like pulls me out of like, cause I think, and I guess there's a way to do that and still remain kind of connected and remain in the moment and stuff like that. I I think I would get self-conscious.
0: Do you think that that's something you can explore? Like why, like. Because coming out of the moment to kind of talk about something that's really important isn't necessarily a bad thing, and I'm—I know, I I know you know that. Yeah. So maybe it's um. Like, do you think that it is too intimate for you? Like, it's almost more intimate. No, to do I think that? it.
1: No, I think it feels. I don't. know. I mean, I think it can feel. Like clinical, but. I don't know. I just think I would feel more like on the spot. Yeah, you know, I think
0: in you know Zach and I had a couple times where we kind of did that, where it was more like, okay, this time we're gonna try some things. Yeah, and we're gonna talk it through, and yeah. we're gonna see what we like, what we don't, and it was more clinical. Yeah, but it was fun yeah you go cute. in with
1: this spirit of like let's just explore yeah. this and whatever i
0: do think for the partner that's needing something different instead of being like hey i don't like that that yeah. the you know which you can say you have every right to say especially if it's something that's like hurting you or you Absolutely. know like don't ever feel like you can't say that but if it's more of like a you trust your partner and you're like looking for the specific thing just be like he I actually I really prefer it like I really like this can you try that yeah like can you try this you know there's definitely like ways that you can kind of go around it but um yeah I mean I, th- I think that's something that you can just keep having yeah I think like
1: about. neither one of them is better or worse I, I think agree think the I way, agree yeah and the way I would make the decision is like well how much sort of expl- explanation and stuff is necessary because if it's a lot then maybe it's better not not to sort of sp- spring it on the other person in the moment. Sure, but to just sort of say because then I can sort of like get a sense of like well what is your comfort level with this and like whatever and like how can we do this in a way that would be fun for you and fun for me and whatever. Well, and
0: you can combine the t- the two as well. Like you can tea like have a five minute conversation. And be like, hey, there's something I want to kind of do tonight. Like, would you be open to kind of doing it this way and i'll give you like some Mm -hmm. instruction or whatever so you go into it you know like you kind of tease it before it happens so that the other partner is like aware that it's happening Hmm. yeah yeah but i mean yeah i mean at least you're having sex
1: (laughs) (laughs) doesn't matter had sex isn't that a thing (laughs) don't even say that
0: oh is that a thing doesn't matter had sex (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's great um should we talk about the insurrection really quick sure okay So, um, so if you want to skip forward, skip forward about five minutes. Oh yeah.
1: Didn't we say that like a while ago? Anyway, sorry.
0: Yeah. But we didn't say it was going to come right up.
1: Yeah. Here it is.
0: Here it is. Okay. So we had an unfortunate situation this week with Trump, um, supporters slash like cultish, like Trump cultish almost, um, people who are.
1: I mean, it's interesting how much overlap there is, and and how it's gotten more and more extreme yes. as the, you know, like the lies about the election, and then that now they have their own social media channels that aren't fact checked, and like yes. the QAnon conspiracies, and like there's yes. people who are really taken in by this. It's
0: it's very intense, and yeah. what is really really sad is it is being led by our president, the yeah. president of the United States of America is lying to these people has been lying for four years, but like blatantly lying about this election being rigged ever since the election happened. And
1: every, so many courts have looked at it and have just like, there's not a shred of evidence. He's lost the election like
0: 25 times.
1: Other than a free and fair election.
0: And, um, he has now, Created one of just like this moment in history that will never be forgotten. Yeah, of people who have broken into our Capitol building, mm-hmm. waved around Confederate flags. People died.
1: Yeah, there's yeah there's blood on the hands of our, our president. president, and I think in some way like the people who have continued to support his continued lies and, and continued, um, like, sort of uh, uh, provoking people to do this.
0: Yeah. And and know? here's the thing, and we say this all the time. Like, if you're a Republican, cool.
1: I, yeah, I, I think the people that are really admirable are the Republicans who have broken with the party. I at, agree. At sort of possible detriment to their political career yes to say this isn't right
0: yes like at what point
1: does decency who
0: yes who knew that mitch mcconnell and lindsey graham would be like we can't do this anymore
1: yeah yeah
0: you know and it is just so despicable that this man has led our country for this for I I mean it just I cannot I just can't get over it like it I was like my anxiety was so high um and and you know another thing we need to talk about is the unfortunate unfortunate comparison of this rioting and Protests compared to Black Lives Matter yes. rioting and protests. And, um, you know, the even the photos of what the Black Lives Matter protests looked like with the National Guard just up there Full ready to go. All right, riot gear,
1: assault And rifles, this yeah. one,
0: I mean, you see videos of police officers just opening the doors. Yep. Opening the doors. Like, it, like there's all these memes like, we spend this much money on our defense and literally you could have just walked up to the Capitol and broken in.
1: And this was planned in plain sight. Like they weren't, they didn't hide this. They were like, this is what we're going to do. They
0: had to beg president Trump to call the national guard. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, it's really sad that there is this division in our country against, uh, you know, a group of people that is racist and, other people who are not, and um, mm. black people who are continuing, continuing to be um, discriminated against because of the color of their skin. And it's just, like, you cannot compare these riots to Black Lives Matter's riots. Like, this is, like, Black Lives Matter protests and riots are from years and centuries of slavery And suffering and um, I can't. There's another word I'm thinking of um, oppression. Mm -hmm. And this is people throwing a tantrum that their candidate didn't win. Yeah, it's it's disgusting what Mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. Absolutely disgusting. So, you know, you guys, I'm sure, you know, I think most of our listeners are in agreement with that. Um, you obviously have a right to your own opinion, but I just want you guys to know that we are, um, not on the side of Trump or any of the people that are supporting this behavior. And we are going to continue to fight for equality for black people. And like, we're, we're going to do whatever we can to, to, um, really support
1: yeah. yeah whoever we can. Yeah. And I mean, we're two white people with a lot of privilege and I, um, I, You know, I've said this before, I think on the show, but like a lot of my social justice work is like, I try to talk and post things in such a way, particularly on Facebook, because I have a lot of conservative family and Mm -hmm. a lot of conservative friends that will like, rather than alienating them and like, because people like we have research now that people just get more entrenched in their positions you know is like to try to like get people to see and understand in some way um and this one was hard for me to do that with like i was really angry and like at some point like if you love this country like an assault on like a free and fair election as the legitimate reason for transfer of power like if you like that's what these people are against mm-hmm. and that's like fascist i mean it's crazy anyway um well
0: they were terrorists
1: yeah yeah it's 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 definitely domestic terrorism for sure
0: and it's yeah it's horrific yeah so anyway it's just it was a sad week and you know other things were going on that I was also saddened by but it was i just it was a huge um I just, I couldn't take my eyes off the news. It was just so crazy. Yeah. It'll be, it will never forget this. We will never forget this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we are, you know, maybe next time we record, Trump will be impeached. Who knows?
1: Oh, wouldn't that be great? That would be amazing. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But my hope is that, you know, there's the prosecutors in New York and like there's, as soon as he's not president, he's going to get charged with a lot of crimes. Yeah. And I think the good thing is, I, I believe if he gets charged... If he gets convicted of a felony, um, he can't hold office again. You can't be a convicted mm-hmm. felon and hold office. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's he'll what... Yeah, still I,
0: he'll still get 200 grand a month from our taxpayer dollars. Yes.
1: And the million dollar travel allowance and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah that's crazy. Anyway. All right. Okay. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. So... Um, so we were actually supposed to have a guest on this week, but, um, they just have not been feeling well and needed to reschedule. And Mm so Jared and I were trying to talk about, or we were talking about what we should talk about. And I've been going through a lot with my breakup and I try and been trying to figure out like the right time to kind of bring it up and how to bring it up and, I felt like this was the right time. Um, Okay. So I'm going to be uh, careful with what I say Mm -hmm. and respectful and also be authentic to who I am and what happened for me. Um, I guess, you know, to kind of summarize our relationship, we were madly in love and it was fast and quick, mm-hmm. even though I tried to put the brakes on it, but that didn't really work. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm seven years older, so I knew that may come into factor. Um, and we got into our first fight about three weeks in, and then the fights just kind of got a little bigger and a little bigger and I mean, just to kind of summarize the angst part of our relationship, I, my anxiousness triggered his avoidance. Hmm. Um, Zach has been through a crazy amount of loss, and he was in the Navy for, um, I think, six or seven years. There were times where he was in a submarine for six to seven months. And you just, when you are doing something like that and you experience this loss, like you, you grow up fast, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and you, you either handle it well or you don't. Right. And he.
1: Well, and usually a combination of the two.
0: Yeah. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean handle it well as in like, um, you either do great in life in, in terms of. Kind of like what we talk about in the trauma episode, where a lot of people who have experienced trauma end up, alcoholics, drug users, you know, anytime there's grief or loss, we have the tendency, we can either go in a way that's going to be life giving, or we can go in a way that isn't.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and oftentimes it's so overwhelming that, you know, that's where like a part of you dissociates, right? Where you cut off a part of yourself. And sometimes you don't know that at the time, you know, and you have to. It's really fucking scary and really hard work to go in and yes. reconnect to that pain that was so overwhelming that your brain shut it down. Yes, you know, yeah,
0: and and you know that can also look like diving into work. Yeah, over exercising. We all we medicate all have medication exactly. Yes. So anyway, so so he is very self made,
1: mm-hmm.
0: very self made. He has worked hard. He has saved and um, he has a great job and he is going back to school. He's going to become an engineer so he can move up in his job. And all of these accomplishments that he did on his own. Yeah. He really, he has proven to himself that he can create this success, you know? And he is also, on top of all that, very nice and giving to others and generous and so he's really just this great guy yes okay and then here i come in and i am also independent and Mm -hmm. self-made and i've been through a lot of loss but i have that codependency anxiousness Mm -hmm. and i think you know i think guys are attracted to me initially because they see that strong independent woman Mm. and who's bubbly and infectious and then they get into a relationship with me and I'm a little needy Mm. and I'm a little anxious and I lose some of my independence because I'm codependent Mm. and um so anyway and, and to be honest like Zach I don't ever feel like he felt that I was too needy. Like he never said you're too needy or anything like that. But there was some, some conflict around me needing reassurance so much. Mm. And so we would get in pretty big fights. um, And it, they were hard and I was trying to do everything i could to to create an environment where we could fight healthier because fighting is good Mm -hmm. um and i just couldn't understand why i couldn't find a relationship where i could have like just a really easy going i mean not easy going but like have an easier time having an argument and like Why couldn't I, with all the knowledge and the skill that I had, why couldn't I make that happen? Mm -hmm. You know, and Zach is intelligent and smart. And he, you know, reads books on emotional intelligence. And like he read attached and we talked about it and all of this stuff. Like, why couldn't we figure this out together?
1: And and by figure this out, you mean when the disagreements come up or when like one person sort of inadvertently hurts the other person that you can process it. Without Correct. attacking each other yes. or whatever. Yeah,
0: because, I mean, there were times... I think I mentioned this on one of the episodes where I just lost it and I, like, threw my phone and, like, I would, like, raise my voice and he raised his voice. And it's, like, pieces of me came out that I didn't like mm. and then I didn't want to be there. And yeah. I thought that I had changed enough that I could not do that. So I... Um, got a therapist Mm -hmm. and we sat down and had uh, about four sessions of trying to work on how to dialogue better. And some of you are (laughs) listening to this and probably being like, she's crazy. They have only been together like three months when she got this lady. But in my defense, like I just wanted it to work so badly And it was going in the direction of not working. Yes. And this was now my third official relationship. There had been many others that were unofficial where I couldn't figure out what was wrong. Hmm. And if I, if I just ran away from it, or if that person ran away from it, then would it ever like, are we just are we all just running away from shit when it gets hard or why aren't we dealing with it? Yeah. Like why aren't we just taking it head on and trying to to do better because the truth is is if I ran away from that relationship because he didn't have this or he didn't do that, well that's going to come up in a different way in the next relationship.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. You know? Yeah. So it's
0: like so I just really wanted to try um and I just I put so much weight on myself
1: Mm. to
0: carry the the burden of the relationship that it had to work and i was going to make it work
1: Mm.
0: and and i'm not saying that zach didn't feel that way as well i'm just i'm just giving my perspective that i was carrying this burden and paying for these sessions and doing this thing because i really wanted this and in december i realized that I just needed to let that go. Hmm. I needed to let that weight go and trust in Zach and trust in us that whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Okay. Um, And I had been having some doubts because of the fighting and some other things were coming up as well. And I was questioning this because it's like, well, this is something I need and I'm not getting this. And what if I can find that in someone else? Is this the right relationship? Am I settling? Like, I don't know what to do and feeling kind of that anxiousness and also kind of this fear of like when the next fight would happen and when that Mm. disconnection would happen because the disconnection was so hurtful because it, it brought back all of that abandonment of past relationships and the disconnection was really hard for me to come back from because I felt less I just didn't feel less safe. Yeah. And not safe in like there wasn't there's was no abuse here. I'm yeah, not talking yeah, yeah, about of any course. of that. But but I just because I'm so wounded from my past I just the fights just paralyzed me almost
1: well it's like when you have past trauma and stuff like that you have like it's like having like an exposed nerve yes that when it gets touched it's so painful it's so intensely painful and you you almost respond in this way that you're well we know this right that you're not conscious of you're not choosing to go to this place where you're just they're totally broken, or totally angry and yelling, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and, and that's what would happen. Is I would just be in like the fetal position, just like so, like hurt, and it kind of reminded me of like about two for the first two years after my divorce, I'd cry myself to sleep almost every night and just mm-hmm. kind of go into that position of just. There was so much... I felt so much pain. I didn't want to be in my body anymore. Yeah. Um, and that goes along with... Um, you know, I think... And I realized, like, that's why people cut themselves or do things to hurt themselves. Because they want to feel something else yep. other than the pain. And some of those things that I used to do started coming back. Like, I felt that the urge to cut myself, I felt... I. You know, um, I had to add a medication because I was feeling really anxious and depressed. And again, this is nothing. This is not on Zach. This is not on our relationship. (laughs) This is me just. That drama just being brought up Mm -hmm. in the relationship that I had no control over. And um, it's just so disappointing because I've done all this work to work on myself and you know, I'm on this medication and I've done all this therapy and I did this coaching program and I just can't control how my body reacts to these situations. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, um, so I didn't know what to do and I felt Like, I loved him and I didn't want to lose him, but I also felt like part of me, I'd lost part of me. And I was so fearful of feeling that way again, um, of that trauma coming up. And I also had been thinking about, you know, what my life was going to look like in the next few years. And it's so interesting at the beginning of this podcast and for the first few months, like I said, you know, I don't want kids. I don't want kids. Well, when Zach and I got into a relationship with each other, I started thinking, you know what? I, I think maybe I do want to have a kid, Mm -hmm. which is like the first time in my adulthood that I've really considered it. And I'm 34 and my timeline is kind of like, it's coming up, you know? Um, And so I had all of this going on and I'm just I'm in my anxious mind. I'm panicking. I feel like I want to run. I don't know what to do because I love him and I want to be with him. But also I just I didn't know what to do with all of this. And so the weekend after Christmas, I was like, okay, I'm going to lay this out and see what he does with it, Mm -hmm. which I don't know is the right decision, but I knew that it would be a telling conversation. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I kind of just laid out, Hey, I've been feeling this way. I've been feeling this way. I'm feeling anxious here. Um, I, you know, this is really traumatic for me. And so it's really hard for me when this happens. Plus I, have been thinking about, you know, how I want to have a baby. And I know you said you want kids, but I didn't know like when that was come, come for you. And I'm thinking now, like timeline wise, like I i am thinking maybe like, I don't want to be 38, 39 and pregnant. So I guess it's like two, three years. And I just, and, and I'm not going to give the details of the conversation, but that was essentially the conversation that led to us breaking up. Mm. Um, and it was very, it just felt very sudden, even though I think we had both been grieving during the relationship because of the fighting. And there were times where one of us would say, well, maybe we should just break up or the other would say, I need a break or, you know, it's, so this wasn't like this idea that just came out of nowhere, Yeah. but I think neither of us really just wanted to, pull the plug. Yeah. Um, and so the, I, so then we just kind of went through the motions and the next day, you know, he came by, I dropped off some stuff. The following day I dropped off some of his stuff. Um, there was some text exchanged. I looked at him and I said, is this the right decision? he said, I don't know. And like, we were both like really sad, but remember you and I, I guess we recorded and I was like, I'm just kind of in shock. I was in definitely like that initial like flight mode. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of went through all the stages of grief of the, um, well, there was no anger, but just kind of the the denial and then the bargaining, like, well, wait a second. Did I make the right decision? And, and so I had a texting conversation with him. Well, this is is this right? Like, and kind of went back and forth and he's like, well, I haven't changed my mind about this. And I'm like, okay, well then, yeah, I guess that's the end of that. Um, but then I would have this conversation with my mom and have this conversation with my sister and, um, and then you and my other friends. And sometimes I felt like, okay, yes, this was the right decision. And sometimes I felt like, well, wait a second. Was I running away from something? Is this the right decision? And, um, so I met up with him the weekend after, so a week after, and I just said, how are you feeling? These are the thoughts that I'm having. I don't know if we made the right decision. You know, what's your timeline on this? Can we compromise here? What would that look like? Um, do you see us possibly working this out? And both of my, us were on the fence. And so we came to the agreement that we would take some time and then meet back and talk about if we want to proceed further. Mm -hmm. Um, So we met up a week later. And by the time we met up, I was in my head. This is what I want. I want to be with him.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That I... I needed that time to find myself again, to go back to these goals that I needed to accomplish, to um, to figure out what I had lost. And like, I just I was so miserable, Mm -hmm. so miserable without him um, that I just I couldn't imagine my life without him, Mm -hmm. at least at this time in my life. And so we met up and I said that, I said, I want to be with you. And he was quite taken back because he thought for sure would go the other way. Mm.
1: Um, so he was like totally surprised to hear that. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so we kind of sat on that for a little bit and he said, I mean, I'm open to it. Like I, Mm -hmm. that is something I would want, but How would that look? Like, because now it's awkward, right? Because you've gone the two weeks. You have lost this intimate connection. Mm -hmm. You've stepped away. You're both hurt. And um, so we kind of like, we had kind of like, a we got some food and we played some cards and there was no touching. There was no like back to normal anything, Mm -hmm. but it was kind of like just reestablishing like. Friendship, and, and neither of us were mad at each other over the breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we ended up talking, and old stuff came up.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, because that's what I I was thinking too. Is like you're both probably in some ways sitting with this huge question of like, well, what would be different? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we know we're not going to go back to the same exact thing in two weeks? Or yes,
0: something like that? and that's what we kept going back and forth on. Yeah. And so we ended up some old stuff got brought up and we're like, yeah, this isn't this was I just we can't do this. Um, and then two days later, I, I had just been thinking and processing and trying to figure out like what what was I doing that was like. Like he said some things that I'm like, oh, OK, that really clicked with me, like I can see how that would irritate him Mm -hmm. and like push him to that. And I can see that he is wanting to grow here and like, we love each other. I just, I didn't feel like it was done. Like I just felt like our story wasn't done yet. Mm -hmm. And so I called him and I said, I think, or I said, I really want to try and make this work. And here's what I'm proposing. And here's how I think it can be different. And I had just kind of come up with some ideas of, um, like if we sit down and things start coming up and we start getting heated, we stop, we walk away from the conversation Hmm. and we reset until we come back and we can come back without emotion, um, I had the idea of having this journal where every week we're going to come together and we're going to write down our goals. Each of us has to write down our individual goals Mm -hmm. and we check in and make sure that that person achieved those individual goals. Yeah. And that really is more for me to help with my (laughs) codependency. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then just like I had, Oh, another huge thing in this is I, did a session with Dr. Morgan and she really mm-hmm. coached me and helped me kind of whatever way I would go, whatever decision I would make. She kind of helped me see what each of those decisions could look like. Got it, yeah. So that was a huge factor in all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so I guess long story short, we are trying again. Wow, yeah, so. As
1: of yesterday? As of
0: yesterday.
1: Wow.
0: So we um, hung out last night. We are, you know, the the biggest thing that Dr. Morgan said, and I listened to um, Astaire, Perel. Esther Perel, yeah. uh, a couple of her um, podcasts, the biggest thing is you want to have fun. You want to laugh. You want to have fun, you want mm. to have sensuality, and all of that is there for us. Mm-hmm. And so if I can get out of my own head a little bit, yeah, and not expect him to meet the needs that I'm not meeting for myself. Mm. You know, and um and that I can have met with a girlfriend you know and just not expecting him to be like my everything and i just i had so many expectations for the relationship like well are we gonna get married when would that be and that freaks me out because i don't know if i want to get married well i want to have a kid but he doesn't know when he wants to have a kid and like what if i don't have kids then and like all these things that just my i couldn't stop spinning yeah and i still struggle with that i mean even Mm -hmm. after deciding we're gonna try and make this work like i'm still like okay well And I just have to, like, pause for a moment and try and just be in the moment and let it happen. Um, And we had a really nice night. And we, you know, nothing's like... We're not putting a label on it. We're not Mm -hmm. jumping into anything. um, But we are trying. We love each other. And I just... I think the thing that I said on the phone we were talking is I said, if this doesn't work, we did everything we could
1: absolutely and i
0: think if we hadn't tried this again i would have always wondered
1: yeah i think it's so important when you really care about somebody to have that because otherwise it'll make you crazy Mm -hmm. right like if you're not absolutely sure of like yeah we did everything we could then yeah yeah well and i i also want to sort of normalize and validate for you that like because when you were talking about like you know what needs can you get met in other ways and like and for yourself and stuff I, that's something that I have recognized I've done in relationships and I think it's so common and understandable where you're in a relationship and it's so easy to fall into this way of thinking of like well if I ever feel bad I need to go to my partner and they need to like do Make something about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's tons of times in every healthy relationship where that is the right thing to do. But if that's always the thing, then that can be a lot of like labor on the partner. And some of that is not their work to do. And I, I, I feel like I'm saying this, I can think of relationships in my life where I felt like that was put upon me by my partner a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I can think of relationships I've been in where I was putting that onto my partner. Mm-hmm you know um and I think it's really huge that you like kind of were able through this experience to sort of recognize that and then begin to start working on it and and what I want to say to you too is like everything the two of you has done you know because when you got emotional earlier and you were like frustrated and saying like I've done all this work like and you didn't use these words, but part of me was hearing like, why did I still fuck this up? Like, why did I still do this wrong? And, and I just want to say to you, like you didn't do it wrong. Like you didn't do anything wrong, you know? Like, and it's all like, this is what healing from trauma looks like in some ways is mm-hmm. it's a long, difficult process of like recognizing the patterns and you can recognize them in your head, but maybe they, they still play out. But like, I just think of like all the self-awareness, how the two of you have navigated like the past few days and like, or the past few weeks. And like, I don't know. I think it's fucking beautiful. And I think, um, it sounds really healthy and it's so clear how much you guys both care about each other through all this. Like, I think that's huge, you know? Thank you. And like, that's all true. No matter what happens from here, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and first of all, I want you guys to know that I did speak with Zach, and I said, you know, I was, I was thinking about talking about this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? He goes, talk about it. Yeah. And I said, are, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. So he, he, and you know, there's so many amazing things about him, and sh- I want to shout him out on this. He has zero ounces of jealousy into him. Yeah. Like to have someone who's so supportive of me and of you being one of my best friends and we spend all this time together and we talk mm-hmm. about sex and, you know, we're essentially like partners, mm-hmm. not an ounce of jealousy, not an ounce of anything I've said on the podcast hasn't offended him. He, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's hard sometimes when I talk about past stuff and he yeah. just doesn't listen to it. Yeah. Um... I, um, oh my gosh, you guys are going to die. I can't believe I'm talking about this, but so (laughs) he doesn't have any jealousy. I have a little jealousy. I get (laughs) Uh nervous and he has a girlfriend that Mm -hmm. I've never met. She lives in another state and he's, they're really close. Yeah. And he was talking around, with her on the phone one time, like when we were hanging out and I got pissed because it was like a long conversation and like, we got in a big fight about it. That's totally my bad. And, and then <laughs> they were like DMing one night
1: uh-huh.
0: and I just like start, I was like, who are you messaging? And he was like, oh, and I was like, oh, okay. And I was like trying to play it cool. And then I like started like being anxious about it. Cause you know, we had been fighting and it's like, yeah. you just never know. I took his phone. (gasps) I know! This was so bad! Because I knew his passcode and I signed on and I almost went to look at his DMs and I was like, I can't.
1: Oh, good for you. I just can't do it. Oh, good for you.
0: But I felt so guilty for even signing onto his phone and like opening up Instagram Mm -hmm. that I told him like 30 minutes later, I was like... I have to tell you something. I looked at your phone. (laughs) I was like, I'm just feeling really insecure like about her because I don't know what she looks like. I don't know what your relationship is like. He's like, it's okay. He opened his phone. He turned right to the DMs. He's like, here, I'll read it with you. Hmm. Like, you know, like who would do that? Yeah. Like literally no one. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, there's so many amazing qualities yeah. And I just, I, I just, I just wasn't ready to say goodbye.
1: Yeah. Well, and by the way, that scene of you with his phone and then confessing it, right? What that is, is that is a picture of someone who is changing and growing. Mm. Like right in that moment, mm. right? You like reached for the old unhealthy coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. You caught yourself in the moment you stopped yourself from actually doing the thing Mm -hmm. when you were like right on the (laughs) precipice of it, which is, I think, more impressive. Right. And then you talked about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so in this situation, Mm -hmm. I did get back with my ex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the first time ever that has happened for me. Hmm. I have never had an ex come back ever. Yeah. And, and I, this was definitely more of me reaching out to Zach because Mm -hmm. I had made it very clear, um, what I wanted and he wanted different things. And since then we've kind of talked it through and decided to just kind of just be in this moment right now Yeah. and let it play out. Um, But my ex-husband never came back. My abusive ex-boyfriend, thank God, never came back. None of the other like three week, one month guys ever reached out again. I Mm. had one guy reach out again. We hung out for like three days and then he was like, I can't do He's like, I can't (laughs) handle you anymore. And he reached out and we made out for five minutes. And then I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not feeling this.
1: Oh, no. Really? Yeah yeah wow good yeah. for you
0: so um so anyway but I want to know what your story is now
1: and so, and so I mean I, part of me just wants to like leave the episode right there. like just like wrap up from this but um well,
0: just, but we can explore can the brief. topic yeah yeah, yeah. Don't, throw, don't move around too much though because then all the noise gets in there okay
1: um okay <laughs>
0: Sorry, guys, for all of them moving around on the couch. We really do need to work on sitting more still because all of that background noise, you can hear it when you're in your car and you're playing it. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. We, you know, we should... Someday when we're actually making money... When we're professional. Podcasting. Maybe we can have, like, each have, like, our own... Yeah. ...thing. I yeah. think, like, Girls Gotta Eat does that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. Maybe it'll
0: be less. We do have two microphones. We could each have a microphone if we mm-hmm. wanted.
1: And, like, we should just... Sit in like comfortable chairs facing each other that don't require a Why lot. Why don't let's
0: get you chairs? Okay, let's get you podcast chairs. <laughs> we'll good go price selling with my mom.
1: Yeah, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> um, okay, so I—I I mean, I—I I used to get back with exes a lot. I was like always the one to end the relationship, and then I would feel really lonely have all the doubts, um, have all the voices in my head that like I made a mistake and this person is great and they cared about you and like what do you think is so great out there that you're going to find like, you know, like, and some of that was like shitty limiting belief stuff that I would say to myself, like, like oh, like you really think you can do better than this? Mm. Like you're an idiot. Mm. Like no one's going to want you, mm. you know, like, and and some of it was I think was, like you had said, a healthy part of me recognized that I was, like, running away when it was getting hard. Mm. And I, I feel like you and I both have this a little bit. Maybe you not as much as me, but, like, I so often have felt in my life, and I think less so just in the past couple of years, but, like, I'm like, well, part of me feels like this... And part of me feels like this. And can someone fucking tell me which part is the healthy part that I should listen to, please? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like this wrestling match and you're like running it over and over in your head of like, you know, and you're like, that part's the healthy part. And then like, you know, eight hours later, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, no, it's the other, you know. Um, And I think you summed up the whole thing, which is if you have this feeling of like, I'm always going to wonder, like, you know, like if, if there's anything left on the table of like, we didn't exhaust every, you know, especially when it's someone you feel as strongly about as the two of you feel about each other. Like, I think that's the question you have to ask and answer for yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think most of the time I've done that in my life, it,
0: did it, it had- end, did it end worse than it did the first time? Were you the one to end both of them? Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's what I feel guilt about. Well, don't feel guilt. Yeah.
0: Because they could have always said no.
1: I've had actually people say like, no, thank you. (laughs) 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 And it was like, I realized some things. And I think it was like, and I think the one I'm thinking of... I was like, A- like I'm in love with you. You're like the-, the most incredible one I've ever met. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, I was really like in that place. And she was like, no one's ever said anything like that to me before. And then she was like, no, thank you.
0: <laughs> She's like, I've never experienced that before. She's like, and, it and it just said really wasn't that of, like, great.
1: Loving things to me before, yeah. I'm just not
0: ready for love.
1: Uh, no, but, and, and her instinct was right. Her instinct was absolutely right.
0: Ever told me that?
1: Yeah, I know. So, Leanna just asked me who it was, and I muted the mic and told her. So, although I, I do have to share a quote that my sister told me when I was in my, like, mid-twenties, and at the height of my going back to ex's problem, my sister was like, because I was sort of trying again with someone that she didn't particularly like from the start and she was like you ever like you know you go to the fridge <laughs> and you take the milk out and you, you you smell it or you you know and it's gone bad and I'm like yeah she's like you ever put the milk back into the fridge <laughs> and go like let me let me see after like a couple of weeks how it is she's like that milk has gone bad like, <laughs> And there's some there's some real wisdom to that. But there's also, you know, but I also think it's bullshit if people use that as, like, a hard and fast rule. There's actually a really good episode of This American Life called Reunited and It Feels So Good. It's about, like, there's couples who were, like, married for 20 years, divorced for, like, five years, and then, like, remarried each other and, like, lived happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like... It, and so anyone who says like, oh yeah, as soon as you blah, 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 like that's bullshit. No, right? there are
0: a lot of very successful couples yes. that have broken up. Um, actually, Brene Brown. I was listening to her on um, Tim Ferriss's podcast. Yeah. And she was talking about how she and her husband were off and on. That's right. They were off and on, off and on, off and on. And she finally was like, this is it, this is over. Like, this is the final breakup.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: showed up to her house on Christmas day and proposed. Yes. They weren't together. They weren't even together. Yeah, and yeah he like shows in front up. of her family and Yeah, and he right? shows up after who knows how long and proposes yeah. and they've been, hap- you know, well, I'm not sure if they've been happy their whole marriage, but like they're together Yeah, and they are a very healthy, Couple working on themselves and like you know, not to say that the on and off thing, on and off thing, is super healthy, but Mm -hmm. like that to say that there shouldn't ever be any judgment, yeah, about people who break up and get back together,
1: yeah. And I mean, and it's it's case by case by case, right? Sometimes it's absolutely the right decision. Sometimes, like people we care about make that decision, and we're like, "Mm, that might not be the right decision.
0: (laughs) I think okay. So if we're thinking about like. If we were giving people like pieces of pieces of advice,
1: oh, I have some of those.
0: Okay, do you want to? You want to share yours?
1: Okay, so mine are: you have to intentionally force yourself to think about the bad things as well as the good things. Yes, because when you're sad and you're lonely, your brain is just going to automatically jump to missing someone and think about all the wonderful things. And from the times where I've done this that I shouldn't have, in my younger days. All those bad things you remember them real quick when you get back together, and then yes. you're like, "Oh, I forgot about all these things," and then yes. that's a terrible feeling. Um, something that a mentor of mine once, like, walked me through a thought exercise that I was telling you about, Leanna is like, I was like, I just, I was, I had broken up with someone, and I was like going crazy. I'm like, I miss her, and and I think I'm an idiot, and I'm afraid I'm going to lose her. Like, blah blah. blah. And this mentor of mine said, she was like, okay, I want you to think about this. She's like, you can have her back. And like, you don't have to wonder, like, is it going to work? Like, will she take me back? Like, blah, 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 Just like, I absolutely believe you, if you want her back, you can have her back. Now, knowing that the question is, do you want that? Mm. And, you know, because once I took the like anxiety away of like, maybe she's gone for good like blah blah blah. you know the idea of like even as a thought exercise knowing that I could have her back and it's like do you want that not just for tomorrow Mm. or this week but like two months from now whatever and that was really helpful to me Mm. so that's one right like take away the stuff of like you know um, am I going to get the person back I also think like Ask yourself, like, am I, like, ask yourself, like, am I in a healthy and good place right now? Mm. I think something like that kind of check-in works. As mm-hmm. I was, like, thinking about this, I, I wondered, I'm like, when you break up with someone, like, what if you wrote your future self a letter, like, like, for, like, three weeks out?
0: Like, hey, you decided to get back with this person.
1: No, it's like, hey, like, dear future sad lonely me.
0: why do you have to be sad and lonely i know i i know but like like
1: just it's like it's like break glass in emergency like if you need it you open it that's like you know um here you know just and and it's not even say like don't get back with them but it's to say like here's what's happening right now here's how i feel Mm. here's why i'm making this decision you know like just so that and and sort of Because normally you make that decision from a considered place. Mm
0: -hmm. Well,
1: I guess I'd say if you made that decision from a healthy, considered place, you'll be reminded of that if you wrote that down somewhere, if you wrote down like kind of what was going on, Mm. what was behind the decision. And if you made that decision from a, we just had a bad fight, or I'm just feeling freaked out, or, or, you know, I don't know someone else that I'm attracted to hit me up or whatever. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like then that would come through too. Yeah. I don't know.
0: No, I think that's really valid. And and I understand what you're saying about the sad, the sad lonely me is like, because there were so many moments in those two weeks where I was like, okay, I'm feeling good. I think this was the right decision. I feel like I'm getting back on track. I'm doing these things and I've got this goal. And then like um, Dave Glazer's podcast came out uh, when mm. we were guests on mm-hmm. it and I was listening to it and I talk about my relationship in it. And I was just like, like literally 30 minutes later, I was just like,
1: Ugh. yeah, it's real.
0: <laughs> and it, and I was just back in bed, mm-hmm. like couldn't, you know, like move or do anything. And um, and then. I'd go and I'd hang out with a friend. I'm like, okay, all right, I, I, f- I feel good. I'm, I'm feeling like myself again. And then like, nope. And it just, you just go back and forth. It hits and, you like
1: a ton of bricks. And
0: you know, Zach could have been like, no. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: he could have given you the no thank he you could that have I given- got. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> thanks, but no thanks, actually. Um. But he he's open to it. And so here we are, you here know. Are. Um. Yeah, so I think I would say, okay, my my advice is going to be more of who do you have around you? Yes. So you need to have solid friends, family, whoever it is in your life, Mm -hmm. who are giving you advice, not for them, Mm -hmm. but for you, right? So um, like I talked with you, I talked with Mm -hmm. like three other of my really good friends. I talked to my mom and my mm-hmm. sister. And- By the way,
1: all my advice was from me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: And each one of you guys had different things. Yeah. Like you had, you know, like obviously my best friend Michelle was like, I can't believe that. And I'm, you know, like she's always she's like. like, kick him to the curb, yeah! let's go. <laughs> um, and then my mom's like, oh, but, but. She, who lo- she like, loves, she
1: loves that. he's so nice. Yeah,
0: but, you know, you don't need to ha- you don't need to have a kid.
1: <laughs> your mom would, would also be like, don't you think it's more your fault?
0: <laughs> I know she would. That's, like, in the she sweetest really way, that's I what know. she would say. Yeah, um And then my sister, you know, I just, everybody's different. Yeah. But, but what's great is I had these people. I spent time with my friends and then I went and told them all that, hey, we're giving it another shot mm-hmm. and all of them were like, that's great. Hey, great. Yeah, that's great. Like I, I support you. I trust yep. you, whatever is best for you. Yep. Um, and so it's just, it's so important to have people around you. Obviously, if this is like a unhealthy, abusive situation, um, I don't know. Should we get it? No, that I was just
1: thinking that same thing. Cause I was like, some people's friends and family don't react like that because they're like, I can't believe you're going back to this shit bag yeah. for like the 10, like some people can be like really frustrated when they're watching someone they care about be hurt and continue to like engage in that. Yeah. But obviously that's not your situation. Right. right? So like
0: what advice would you give for that? I mean, obviously like that's a whole nother episode, a whole nother topic. Yeah. Um. It and, and there is a statistic that like, I know it's, it's, quite a few number of times of someone leaving an abusive partner and then going back. Um, I I think
1: surround yourself with support really good. um, You know, like, like start, like, I think the times where it works is you start the therapy well before the breakup. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're able to actually work it through before you make the decision so that when you make the decision, you feel really solid about individual it. therapy. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes Right. Um, I would also say good breakup self-care is a thing and like, like the biggest part of that is boundaries so like not welcoming the you know boundaries with the other person and um, boundaries with your friends and family to be like, don't tell me what they're doing or mm-hmm. what you saw on social media. Yes, Right? Like, filling your time is part of good breakup self-care.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Because you're going to have this big hole. So, like, reconnect. Like, plan it out. Like, recruit all your friends and people who care about you being like, yo, can we hang out every Saturday? Okay, can we hang out every Sunday? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, like... um and just, right, double up on the therapy if you need to mm-hmm. or whatever, you know.
0: I just, uh, while you were talking, I just pulled up, um, so if you are in an abusive situation, mm-hmm. um, you, not only do you need support from friends and family, but there's, you can also call the domestic violence hot hotline, um, which is 1-800-799-SAFE, which is 7233. Um, yes. So, you know, there are ways that, People can help you.
1: Yeah. And leaving a domestic abuser is a really fraught situation that a lot of times requires careful planning to ensure yes. your own safety yes. and stuff. And so like lines yeah. like that one and a lot of professionals can be helpful in just um, doing that very carefully and safely.
0: Yeah. Know? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that the main thing is if you're considering going back to your ex, make sure you are healthy. Mm-hmm. You're in a healthy state of mind. You're working on yourself. You want to grow. Make sure they are healthy. Yep. Or at least wanting to grow, working on themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that you're going into a situation that's well thought out. Mm-hmm. The two of you really want to work. There's there's going to be work towards change. Yeah. Right? And not that you as individuals need to change each other, but that the relationship needs to continue to grow. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that you have people who love and support you, who can be there for you, um, whether yeah. it works or not. And yeah.
1: So now we need to get into the really important question of when should you go back and hook up with an ex? Ooh, <laughs> never. <laughs> not get back together. Actually, I talked to someone recently who, who did that and felt like it was really healthy.
0: Really? Yeah. I did that one time and it was not healthy.
1: I had an ex of mine who I'm still close friends with, like sort of berate me into it. What? No, I mean, not, not, not like really, but we broke up and we were both sad about it. And she kind of reached out at one point and was like, we should hook up. Like and her thing was like, it will help us both feel better and it will be nice and it will be good closure or whatever. And I'm like, I don't agree. I'm not interested at all um and she was kind of like you're so wrong like what like blah 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 and then so you gave in no so no so then it was like a month later or whatever I was like all right lonely and like whatever you're and like yeah like, it's been a dry hey, month. like hey like let's go let's you know I think we ended up because we still had mutual friends we were still in the same town and like you know we ended up like having a few drinks together and then we hooked up and she was right. It was great. It was oh, fun. Good. And it was like a nice, like, I think we both felt better after it. And oh, I was like, good.
0: "Guess she was totally right. That would literally never work for me.
1: <laughs>
0: I'd be like, mm, are we getting back together?
1: <laughs> I know. Well, and sometimes, he, sometimes that happens. Like, yeah, some people can pull it off, but I think more often someone gets their feelings hurt. Yeah. But anyways,
0: yeah. All right. Well, should we talk about what we're grateful for? yes, okay. Uh, do you want to go first? or you want me to go first?
1: Uh, I'll go first because mine is really like uh I don't know i'm I'm nervous that mine is dumb, but
0: no um, it, nothing's ever dumb okay, that, go ahead
1: oh that is sweet of you, thank you um so it's been a super like stressful two weeks for me like getting back to work and uh it's very busy and whatever um. And I was, and I'm in my house working from home most of the day and it's been like cooler. Uh, And I went outside uh, at lunch and like just sat in the sunshine and ate Mm -hmm. my lunch. And it was just wonderful. So Mm. I am grateful for the sun, (laughs) I
0: guess. Oh, I feel you on that. There's nothing better than feeling like chilly and then going and sitting in the sun and soaking up vitamin D. Yes.
1: Yeah, so you you want to know what's really silly about me? So I used to read comic books and Superman gets his powers from – uh, the sun, right? Because he, because <laughs> Krypton has a red sun and the Earth has a yellow sun, and that's where he gets his powers from. And I think about that when I'm out in the sun too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm solar powered too, just like Superman.
0: That's great. Well,
1: okay, what about you?
0: Okay, um, I am grateful. I had a really great um, therapy session this week, mm. and um, my my therapist and I went through a little bit of like a hard time back in September because she said something that I just felt was, it triggered me. And then we, I wrote her an email and then we kind of talked about it in session and we got through it. And I'm really glad that I stayed with her. And, um, just, I've been experiencing so much anxiety from everything going on. And I just, I came to the session like so anxious and we just like She did such a good job of just like, okay, let's break it down. How do you feel with each one of these? And by the end, um, it all came back to like, she was like, Leanna, I know you and you're an overcomer. And it Mm. was just, it was really, it was just really like a special and beautiful moment and just a reminder that, yeah, like I am an overcomer and I'm going to continue to overcome like whatever comes my way. So it was just really special. Oh, so that's I'm, gra- so- I'm grateful for her, and I'm grateful for for the opportunity to do therapy. Yes,
1: yeah, like having those like affirming things. Like we all need to hear those things, you know. Yeah. Especially, in yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I
1: also just want to give a plug because you did a fucking awesome job. I tell this to people all the time. Tell your therapist the truth. Like yeah. part of what you, part of why therapy helps you is because you get practice like being in a healthy relationship, like the mm-hmm. relationship with you and your therapist. So when people are like, yeah, I stopped going because I just didn't feel like my therapist was really understanding what I was telling them. And I was like, you should go back and and say exactly that or say yeah. like, I don't think this is helping me anymore. And like, talk about that because, you know, that's how you see and experience and sort of relearn new patterns in in relationship anyway sorry
0: yeah no that's awesome good job by you no and you told me that and honestly if you hadn't had said that i probably would have bailed um and it was like really hard to bring it up like really hard and then Mm. we made it through you know so i mean you're right it's just like in a relationship you know zach and i are trying to make it through right now you know and um it's just kind of you know if we gave up on everything, then we wouldn't have the opportunity to, to grow.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: All right, guys.
1: Good luck on your new adventure.
0: Mm. On behalf
1: of all of the H&G Hive, I know everyone's pulling for you.
0: Yeah, thank you. Well, good luck yeah. on your adventure. Oh, thank you. Well, wow, it's kind of like, well, yeah, we won't go that far. <laughs> All Guys, right. make sure to go write and review on Apple Podcasts.
1: Tell a friend. Yes.
0: Um, find us on Instagram at hello and goodbye podcast at underscore Alana Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez. We are on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is not popping, but you know who knows. Yeah, Maybe we'll one see. day. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Twitter at hello underscore by underscore pod. And again, make sure to go visit our website www at blah, 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 blah www.helloandgoodbyepodcast.com you can find links to our sponsors all of our social media uh we have our favorite episodes up Mm -hmm. and kind of some fun stuff about us on the website as well and yeah we'll see you guys next time yeah
1: thank you for listening we love you
0: we love you bye